0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Monday the 19th of December. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any other thoughts ideas or insights in at this podcast. All right, well, let's hit the numbers. First up, we have the Dow Jones falling 282 points, 0.85%, well off its lows, though. It did have a low of 548 points down and a high of minus 36, 32,920, down 0.85 of a percent. We saw the NASDAQ down slightly worse, down nearly 1%, 105 points, hundred. Well, 10,705 for the Nasdaq and the S&P 500, actually worse than both of those, down 1.12%, 44 points, 38.52. Our SPY futures showing a loss of 27 points. Or 0.38%, 7,072. That VIX index came off as well, down 1.2%. No one really wants to hold volatility, calls, or puts ahead of the Christmas break. It's not a good time to do it. Certainly not a good time to do it the weekend before the Christmas break. We also had triple witching in the US on Friday, which does add another element of volatility to it where we get options and uh, equity and index options and futures expiring as well. So that does add a little bit more volatility to the index, but it wouldn't be surprising to see that VIX index soften as we head into the last week before Christmas. Looking at the European markets, we had the stock 600 down 1.2%. FTSE down 1.3%. Germany down 07 France down 1.1%. So uh, it was a little bit of a sloppy night in the overseas markets on Friday. We did get a few comments from some of the Reserve Bank's chiefs. Of course, pre the FOMC, they go into a media blackout and they don't say anything for two weeks before the FOMC. But once it's out the way, of course, they're off and running again and they can be back out on CNBC or Bloomberg or wherever talking uh, their views about interest rates. And we saw Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco President Mary Daly said policymakers are committed to lower inflation and are not close to accompli- accomplishing that task. We still have a long way to go, Daly said. We are far away from our price stability goal. And New York Fed boss John Williams told Bloomberg, we're going to have to do what is necessary. So the Fed walking with a big, big stick at the moment. Loretta Mester from Cleveland's Fed also weighed and said she expects the Fed will lift rates higher ...than its median forecast released earlier this week. So obviously that is something that is driving the markets at the moment. In other news coming out of the US Goldman Sachs... ...may eliminate as many as 4,000 jobs or around 8% of the workforce. The CEO David Solomon battles to to, uh, contain that slump in profit and revenue numbers... In commodities, we have seen the recessionary fears starting to overrule uh, some of the other issues that are out there at the moment. Earnings, of course, coming up in the new year and uh, the market's focus turning towards the recession or possible recession and earnings numbers dropping. We, of course, have our earnings in February. But... We have seen commodities come off on the back of those fears about global growth. Brent crude falling 2.77%, $2.25 to $7,907. WTI down 2.2%, uh, to $1.70 to 74 dollars Interestingly, though, the gold price was slightly better, up 09 of a percent, $16.10. Why is that interesting? Well, the U.S. dollar index actually rose slightly. We have seen when the U.S. dollar index goes down, the gold price goes up. But the U.S. dollar index was actually up slightly 0.14% over the weekend. Uh, The Aussie dollar slipping below 67 cents, 66.87 there. And 10 years yields 3.48% in the U.S., Two-year yields, 4.187. Still that yield curve inversion pointing to trouble ahead. In other commodities on Friday as well, we saw copper, the global proxy for growth, slipping down 0.3%. Nickel was up 0.3%. Still been quite volatile, that nickel price, but still quite elevated levels as well. 28,330, still quite elevated there. Aluminium. Was down 0.3 of a percent. Zinc had a nasty night. Uh, they didn't get galvanizing going there. Down 4%. And we had lead down 0.4. And tin doing well up 1.3%. So a little better in tin, a little better in nickel, but zinc, the big faller, iron ore slightly weaker. Uh, Dalian Iron Ore on Friday was down 3.6%. And we have seen BHP in ADR terms down 0.8%. In the US, Rio down 1.5% there. In other resource stocks overseas, Freeport, McMoran up 0.6%. Alcoa down 1.3%. Tech up 0.4%. Anglo down 0.5%. Glencore down 0.3%. Vale still very much in the doghouse at the moment, down 2%. Arbomile up One percent, So maybe a little bit of uh, stability in the lithium market coming through there, especially for Albemarle. U.S. stocks generally, though, as I say, were down. Triple witching didn't help in terms of volatility. We did have Apple down 1.5%. Meta up 2.8%. So good news for Meta. Uh, we did have Google down 0.7, Microsoft down 1.7, Amazon down 0.7, Tesla. Uh, they had a promising day on Thursday, but not such a good day on Friday, down 4.7, as uh, certainly the market is very much turning against Elon Musk and his ability to use Tesla as his own personal ATM, selling shares to pay for his adventures in Twitterland. Netflix was up 0.1, JP Morgan down 0.6, Citigroup down 0.6, Goldman Sachs down 1%, Bank of America down 0.2, Wells Fargo down 0.4. Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 5.1% there. In news out this morning, local news, well, Andrew Forrest, Wailoo, which is his private company is believed to be sitting on around 19.9% stake in Mincor Resources, MCR, the stock code there. They did a placement recently at 139. Certainly Andrew Forrest and Gina Reinhardt making some strategic moves at the moment in some of these commodity stocks, rare earths being the focus for Gina. But Andrew Forrest certainly looking at nickel as well at the moment. And in news this morning on the front page of the Fin Review, the coal industry is, looks like it's going to be a bigger uh, than the iron ore industry, overtaking the nation's most valuable export as the bans on Russian energy fuels deepen the supply crunch. Coal stocks have been doing very, very well. Uh, there will be some federal trade data released today, which should reveal a sharp rise in earnings from coal. Historically high prices, obviously, are the big driver there. In company news this morning, APA Group has appointed CEO and MD Adam Watson. He is now the new CEO and the MD. He was previously with Transurban and Blue Scope. Aeris Resources, AIS, has issued a uh, CanBeligo deep drilling update saying that their drill hole, C A N D D O. A Has narrowly missed the, con- the target conductor. Sightminder CFO Jonathan Kenny has been promoted to COO, effective the 9th of January. We've had some news out this morning from Parenti PRN. It has been guiding to FY of full year revenue of 2.7 to 2.9 billion, which was against the prior forecast of around 2.6 to 2.7. The consensus was about 2.64. And Sezzle has issued a November business update, total income up 16.3% month-on-month to $13.3 million. It is targeting profitability in 2023. And Newcrest CEO Sandip Biswas is retiring. CFO Sherry Dew is appointed interim CFO. So there's some news there from that one. Not much else out this morning. It's going to be a relatively quiet start to the week. Spy Futures, as I say, were down around 27 points. So it will be a relatively quiet start to the week. Question of the day today. When you've been out and about shopping for Christmas... What have you been seeing in terms of uh, the demand? I was in JB Hi-Fi on Saturday, a week before Christmas. I think there was five people in the store. It was so quiet, I don't think I'd ever seen that. I was expecting big time busy as people shopped for their Christmas loved ones. But not to be. It seemed to be very, very quiet. Certainly not a good sign for JB Hi-Fi. A lot of sales on as well. But what are you seeing before Christmas of people change their habits are people concerned about the mortgage cliff that's looming in 2023 what are you seeing out there in the real world love to hear your thoughts and comments on that one and that's it from me today congratulations to argentina what a great game what a great victory congratulations lionel messi you are one of the greats of all time fabulous to watch and Mbappe, also just extraordinary so uh, a great advert for football well that's it from me today That's it for this. Anyway, may the trading gods be with you.